Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. Worthy of questioning naturopathy today with my fabulous host, Steve Langford. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Michael. How are you today? I'm fabulous. Thanks for asking. How Me you too. Doing? It's always a good day when we get together. It is. It's stimulating. It makes me think, and hopefully it stimulates everybody who's listening and gets them thinking. And now that they know it's time, they've broken out their, their clipboard or their notebook, and they're ready to take notes on some of the, who knows how many different things we'll talk about, but certainly that. The first thing I want to jump into is I received a couple of emails and somebody had listened to the cancer back when, and I guess a new, new listener and had said, you know, I know you're talking about chemicals, but, and you talked about the food, but could you expand on that? So again, I went through, you know, some of my files. And so here's all the things that are known to cause cancer. And one of them we talked about last week was sugar, <laughs> white sugar. The only thing white sugar is good for you go back to the diabetes is closing up ulcers. Beyond that, I would use it for anything. Well, that's not true. There's a time and place for everything and everything in moderation. But sugar is a cause. All processed foods were listed under something that was cancer generating. Even secondhand smoke, I think, what is it, 20 to 30% are likely to have lung cancer. And, you know, lung cancer, and I, we brought this up before, is the number one cause of death. 23% of all of the cancers are lung cancer. And if you watch the commercials on TV, you can get your clothes to smell good for two weeks. Your whole life can smell sweet, even when it you feel that you're mired in the... Okay. So uh, unprotected sun, tanning beds account for 75% of skin cancers. Wow. Arsenic. So that's one reason you shouldn't eat apple seeds. You know, they're really high in arsenic. So is uh, brown, not brown, yes. Brown rice has some arsenic, but not a lot. Grilling. And I think I remember trying to remember the word. Uh, it's in potato chips as well. Acrylamides. Does that ring a bell? Yes, there, I remember that. Yes. <laughs> so grilling does. Good that. job, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, I take my memory factor, so that helps. Yeah. Uh, the uh, grilling and hot fire, again, changes the DNA, as does microwave. We don't use microwaves in our house. Uh, coal, interestingly enough, you know, is also a cancer causer. Alcohol can corrupt cells, create it. Diesel fumes. And I read somewhere that they're thinking of outlawing diesel engines because of the fumes being a pollutant. But apparently it goes beyond that. There are obviously chemicals in the, um, the exhaust that stimulate cancer. Processed meats also, I guess, because if I remember correctly, I think it's the nitrate, nitrite, yeah, right? So they're in there. Abestus, which we know creates all kinds of uh, stuff. 
birth control pills and estrogen, estrogen therapy, and I think, and hormone therapy. We talked about that when we did uh, cancer. So there's some more viruses. And again, and we talked about viruses corrupting the beta cells in the pancreas when we talked about diabetes. And again, I think it was Hannah Kroger who introduced that original concept and Hulda Clark, I think, built on it. And she wrote about viruses causing cancer. And we have mentioned from time to time genetic dispositions. Obviously, overweight has so many detrimental aspects to it, not only from the cardiovascular and the diabetic, but apparently also from um, a cancer-causing thing. And I guess maybe because of the foods that people consume that add weight, all of the junk food, the fast foods, they're so chemicalized that stimulates uh, the cancer. Formaldehyde. What's interesting about that, I don't know, did you ever remember hearing that a lot of the guys coming back from Desert Storm were coming back uh, and developing cancer? It was a high rate of cancer, just like Agent Orange did for the Vietnam vets, Desert Storm did for those vets. And part of it was the sodas they would let sit in the sun and they were sweetened with aspartame. And, and I think the sun and or the heat alters the aspartame and turns it into formaldehyde. Isn't that interesting? Well, it is. And when we learn stuff like that, it just makes me shake my head sometimes. How did we get here? Well, we just have to understand that this is where we are in today's world, that it is all around us. It yep. fills our home, fills our food, fills our air. This is why talking back on those nature's nine doctors, you know, that we need to pay attention to those things and make better choices to control what we can. You know, soldiers in, in the desert, they don't have a lot of choice, but we as individuals have uh, every choice to make better choices. And when we don't, then we are victims of the world we live in just because of that failure to make a choice. And not making a choice is making a choice. I choose not to choose. Yes, it you is. Know, someone said that to me one time. Air pollution is another thing that, you know, and God knows what's in the air anywhere. Uh, silica and last but not least, radiation. So radiation therapy, that's why, you know, doctors love to do x-rays and sometimes x-rays, you know, all they show you are the bones, what's going on. That's why I think thermography may be better, especially for breast examination, uh -huh. you know, versus radiation, you know, taking an x-ray, but also on a strange note I had on my, my sheet of paper here, inflammation may change DNA. And then I remember so many people saying that inflammation caused cancer. And I would say, no, you know, inflammation is your body's way of saying, pay attention, there's an issue brewing here. And because that's what starts the inflammation, you know, something goes wrong, maybe a chemical corrupted some cells, maybe you banged your arm or your hand or closed your finger in a door, whatever. The inflammation is saying now that there's a damage in this area. And apparently the inflammation, if it's not addressed properly, if you don't do proteolytic enzymes or your body is not well-nourished and the immune system is not well-nourished, 
then those corrupted cells could end up creating cancer. That's why having a healthy immune system is so vital. Well, it all works together. You know, this is one of the things that we preach when we talk about naturopathy is do no harm. And that should be our mantra for ourselves is do no harm and then supply the body what it needs in order to function normally. And that means to be able to restore, to heal, to maintain. All of those are natural functions. Your body's always trying to heal. And so setting up those conditions is, you know, that's just our responsibility and our opportunity. You know, it's interesting. Some people take better care of their cars than they do their bodies. Yes. You know? And their pets. Yes. And their gardens. Um, yes. Lots of things people pay attention to because they know that taking care of what they own and providing maintenance and care along the way is the key to success and longevity. But it's so interesting how many people will assume, well, that just doesn't apply to me. Well, I've got a doctor I can call for every yeah. little ill. I can go and run and take an aspirin. And now look, I've got a cabinet full of drugs I can take. So talking about the immune system, which takes us to allergies, because I don't know that people realize that allergies are an immune problem. You know, what an allergy is, is... Actually, you know, you can apply it. It's an immune event in the sense that your immune system is your first line of defense, actually vitamin A, which supports your immune system and builds antibodies and epithelial cells is your first line of defense. And what happens with an allergy and what is classified as an allergen is that something, a foreign substance, a, a protein, be it pollen or bee venom or pet dander or even a food will stimulate the immune system to nullify it, to deal with it, because the immune system identifies it as a foreign alien invader. So if your immune system is not up to par, guess what? You're going to have a really difficult reaction. So some of the things may not be harmful to you, but if you're allergic to them, they could even kill you like bee pollen or bee venom. People have expired from that. And what your immune system does, as soon as it identifies this foreign alien, it marshals the forces to come and do battle by encapsulating it so that it cannot do any harm to the body. So some immune responses can be, you know, you can get uh, bumps, rashes, on your skin, your sinuses will congest like, and I, whenever I hear about sinus congestion, my first thought is candida, which is also can be tied into immune because even though it's not an allergy, candida is natural to the throat. And so it's living here and then it's living in the intestinal tract as well. And if your immune system, if you're under stress, your immune system crashes. So that's when the allergies are worse, the sinuses are worse and the congestion is worse. So, and allergic responses will vary. You know, each and every one of us have different allergies that we respond to. Do you have, you know, have you had experience? Do you have allergies, Steve? Well, I'll tell you, when I first moved back to Wisconsin, um, I had terrible 
spring allergy, you know, these types of allergies. And I discovered a plan that worked for me and was just amazingly effective every year once I learned how to do it. And I've guided a lot of people on how to improve their allergic response. So yes, I've had that experience. And over the years, I have overcome that allergy. It does not seem to bother me other than rarely and very mildly. So if that happens, I know what to do. And one of them is take a big dose of vitamin C. And that seems to oftentimes just knock it right down if I get on it right away. So yes, I've learned, but I've also learned that there are things that we can do And the way to do it is to bolster our body's own immune response by choosing those nutrients which have been shown to be effective. So vitamin C, pantothenic acid, even alfalfa tablets were some of those early things that I found to be successful for myself and for many others. It certainly has emerged and I've advised people to take other things, but for myself, I've actually fortunate enough to grown past that. Very cool. It's really fabulous when you get something under control that is a symptom, condition, or disease. So here are some of the things that I I wrote down about sources of allergies. Obviously, airborne pollen from plants, uh, dander from animals, food, obviously. You know, if you know what you're allergic to, don't eat it. If you know you're going to be outside, be mindful of where you are so that you can eliminate the possibility of inhaling an airborne pollen. And obviously, animal dander, if you're allergic to cats or dogs, avoid them at all costs. And of course, you can always go natural in terms of drugs. So one of the things what pollens do, I'll give some symptoms because there are different responses and we have some time. Pollens will cause you to sneeze and itching of the nose. Mm-hmm. Your eyes may run or they may itch. And even the roof of your mouth may itch. You may get a runny, stuffy nose. You may even develop conjunctivitis. And I don't know if we talked about this or not, but you can take golden seal root and make a strong tea out of it and use it as an eye wash and it will get rid of conjunctivitis. It gets rid of the bacteria in the eye, swollen eyes, watery eyes, all of those. When it comes to a food allergy, you may find a tingling in the mouth, a numbness, uh, swelling, lips, tongue, face, throat. If your tongue swells, you could really be in trouble because that has caused some people to just expire. You know, they choke to death. So you really got to be mindful. Obviously, hives on the skin, anaphylaxis is another thing that could be life-threatening. In fact, you need to know what you're allergic to because it could be life-threatening. One of the things that happens with anaphylaxis is that it causes your immune system to release so many antibodies, so many chemicals that overloads your body and you can go into shock. Your blood pressure will drop. You could even end up losing consciousness. And again, you know, where the tongue swells, in this case with anaphylaxis, your airways narrow and your breathing becomes extremely difficult. So those are all the kinds of different things that can cause problems. You know, any kind of an insect, and I have been, we, we had bees when we were living in New Mexico. I don't know if I told you that before at any time. We used to raise bees. That's why honey for me is the thing, because we used to harvest yeah. our own honey. That's the best. 
It really is raw, uncooked. And that's what people should buy. Uncooked, unfiltered honey is really the best. You know, honey will last forever and bacteria will not survive on honey or in honey. It's a well, one of the things about honey and allergies is, um, you just reminded me of this. Um, if people have pollen allergies, using local honey yep. is oftentimes recommended and effective for those local allergies. Along with consuming small bits of bee pollen and slowly increasing it. And that too will also help alleviate those airborne allergies. So, you know, we gave some of the things, uh, all of the symptoms. So one of the keys, and, and you brought this up, Steve, was the panathenic acid, which made me jump to the adrenal glands. And also, one of the things we also brought up, I think I brought it up because of the stuff he knows was candida. And when you mentioned panathenic acid, I went to the adrenals and I immediately went to allergies, kissing cousins. One of them is candida. The other is hypoglycemia. So whenever a person has allergies, they're going to have, definitely they're going to have the hypoglycemia. They may or may not have the candida. They will always have two out of the three. Those who are terribly nourished or malnourished or undernourished, who are nutritionally starving, they're going to have all three conditions. And it's all about nourishing the adrenals. And panathenic acid, the vitamin C are absolutely essential. And those are key nutrients for the adrenals. Some herbs to help with allergies would be stinging nettle. Uh, quercetin, uh, not an herb, but quercetin as a nutrient, mm -hmm. bee pollen, which we just talked about, and to really focus in on your immune system, build your immune, A, C, panathenic acid, selenium. If you got the allergies, add in the quercetin, the stinging nettle. All of those things will help you get your allergies under control and really make an exerted effort to avoid your potential for exposure to allergies because of the anaphylaxis, they can be life-threatening. That's all I have for today. That's, uh, I think I've, we've covered enough, but any last thoughts on allergies, candida, or hypoglycemia, Steve? Well, just one thing, Michael, I, you know, I mentioned my own experience with the spring pollen allergies. And I just want to alert people to the idea that what I found effective was because I got it every year and it started in April, I always started taking my prophylactic supplements, the panathenic acid and the vitamin C, two weeks if I could plan to start building that up. And then I found I could go into the allergy season with very little uh, effect, you know, that I was better by getting on it right away instead of waiting till I was so symptomatic that I'm trying to just get it under control, start early and you may find that uh, you don't go into the terrible symptoms as much or as severe. And I just wanted to mention that my dose to do that was I took 3000 milligrams of panathenic acid wow. and 5000 milligrams of vitamin C wow. once or twice a day and that's what would do it for me. And if I started with that, I've rarely got my allergies to become problematic. So start early, be consistent, 
and judge by their results. If they get good results, they know they're on the right track. If not, we've given them a lot of options to try. That's just what worked for me, so I always stuck with it. But I do know these other things that you've mentioned have been very helpful for people. So start early, stay consistent, and that's where you'll find the results. And actually what you just did was validate the project. You know you're gonna come into allergy season, you know you're gonna get affected, and you prepared by bringing in what was essential to combating the condition. And on that note, y'all take care, be well, and build your immune system. Not only will it protect you from allergies, it will help keep candida at bay, it'll help kill cancer cells, it'll help keep you healthy. Y'all take care, God bless, be well. Thank you, Michael. I look forward to our next opportunity to speak. Bye, folks. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels.